Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast. It's me, your host, Evan, here with the infamous Gabriel Montalvo. We are back and mediocre as usual. No, we are back and better than ever, guys. We are here after a little hiatus during the summer, and there is a lot to go over. And We are going to start with a reminder to please visit our store at EmpireStateConservatives.com, the proceeds of which all go into fighting leftist tyranny in New York. If you are watching the video, you see Gabe has our amazing Guns and Freedom t-shirt. And if you are also watching, I have our defund gun control t-shirt. Again, all of these things are very well priced and are benefiting a good cause, which is hopefully getting uh, some uh, Republicans and conservatives elected in New York and get rid of all this nonsense that's going on. But Gabe, let's get into it. First off, Nicki Minaj making waves again. I'm gonna I'm gonna so preface this before we really get into it by saying, I've never listened to Nicki Minaj. I've never listened to her music. I assumed her and Cardi B were the same person because yes. I don't listen to that type of music, and I assume they make the basically the same type of music. Okay, but Nicki Minaj came out and said that she was having vaccine hesitancy, which is again normal as a human being when something is again now we just got banned, but uh, when something is less than a year. Old, right? The vaccine's been out for less than a year. They don't really know the long-term side effects of this specific vaccine, which is a fact, which again, we'll get fact-checked for saying vaccines are safe. Okay, it is what it is. But everything has side effects. All medication has side effects. Depression medication, one of the side effects is suicidal thoughts. Okay? I see these commercials all the time. So don't tell me there's no side effects. Side effects to every medication, every single one. If you take ibuprofen on an empty stomach, you get nauseous. Like, there are side effects to every single thing you're going to put in your body. So she's having vaccine hesitancy. She came out with this story that her cousin in Trinidad, one of his friends got the vaccine, and uh, his balls got swollen, and his the girl he was going to marry all of a sudden had to, like, wait and see if she wanted to marry him. And then the internet exploded, mm-hmm. right? Because, God forbid, any celebrity speaks out against the vaccine. Like, I'm seeing commercials with Serena Williams going, it's important to get vaccinated. Sorry, Serena. I don't take my medical advice from tennis players. I don't even watch tennis. So I'm really not going to take my medical advice from you. But even if they had Artemi Panarin from the New York Rangers come to my house and go, hey, I mean, you should get vaccinated. I'd be like, dude, go sc- keep scoring goals. Love what you're doing on the ice. I'm not, I'm not taking medical advice from you. I'm good. But the problem is that she spoke out against the status quo. And Tucker Carlson came out in support of her. And then she posted a clip of Tucker Carlson. And that's really... That moment was really when the internet exploded because, God forbid, Nikki, you are black. You are, a, you are a Democrat soldier. How dare you post this thing from a white supremacist? And the White House contacted her to get her uh, an official phone call with Dr. Fauci so she could understand how the vaccine works. They go jumping through all these hoops. And she came out and said, this is ridiculous. You know, black people don't have to be Democrat pawns. I can agree with someone from a different political party. And the fact that she was getting attacked from this was absolutely ridiculous. And I want to hear your opinion on that first part before we get into the reaction, the overreaction from the right then of a lot of this crap. But Gabe, what was your first reaction when you saw this and saw the insane reaction from the left on Nicki Minaj just going like it's a personal choice? Like, like don't be bullied into something like this. I mean, I know exactly how she feels I, when I first discovered my conservatism. I was no longer Hispanic. Uh, oh, you're and, a white supremacist Nazi sympathizer. Right. And what's funny was that the guy calling me a neo-Nazi, who shall be, uh, I guess, unnamed but hinted at from a certain uh, university, 
goes forth and says, you know, says this to me. And what happens? Oh, you deserve, you probably deserve it. You SOB. Like, you know, you get this sort of hatred. It's like you, it's always like you deserve it. It's that sort of mentality. It's somehow your fault that I hate you. Even though you just simply posed a question, you have a different viewpoint. And what happens is that you get this huge reaction of hatred and you have all of these other celebrities that came out and said, well, Nikki, you have to go out. You have to go forth and you have to set things right. I forget which, I think it was like a CNN uh, anchor that was like, uh, sister, you know, you got to help our community. You got to do better for our community. Uh, you got to go and um, you got to go let them know to go get vaccinated. And the funny thing about the whole, uh, the whole cousin's friend marriage story is the fact that the Trinidadian health minister goes around and gets on a call and is like, I'm so very upset. We were spent so much money and resources and we couldn't even find it inflated testicles that they're talking about. They're trying to discredit her. Like, first of all, why would she make that up? He might have made it up. He might have been like, oh, yeah, my buddy. Or maybe the guy just didn't feel well. Maybe it was a whole nother issue and the guy lied. It could be anything. But why would Nicki Minaj make up that story? Again, I don't know her. But it's one of those things that doesn't make sense. Like when when they were like, oh, President Trump's a Russian pawn. Why? Why would he be a Russian pawn? Guy has so much money. How like what could they possibly be offering him why to make him it, a Russian pawn? It's it doesn't make sense. Why would the bride on her on her night of marriage, where she's supposed to consummate and all that good stuff, be like, "Hey, we've been waiting for this, or we've been building up to this, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm having second thoughts. Your 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 junk looks like a fucking bull." Well, well, if for some reason there is a some sort of uh, sterility issue as a right. as a side effect and they want to get married to have kids then yeah maybe she needs to pray on maybe she's like you know what there's some other dudes out there who's uh with normal sized testicles I, I oh my god and but that's a funny thing though everyone's talking about oh well um we 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 don't know about the side effects there's no side effects Fauci came out there's no evidence about swollen testicles like he goes off in his on his little uh, his press conferences they wheel out Fauci when they need him uh but the funny thing is, is that you were told, oh, well, we don't know about the vaccine. It might only give you six months of immunity. Well, like, why only six months or three months or four months? They're like, oh, well, because we know that from the point we've administered, it's been about three or four months where we've been good or six months since we've been good. So, of course, the science is changing. They say trust the science, but the science changes. Of course, That's we what science does. Science so, always changes. Right. And the effectiveness of the vaccine isn't even known for sure yet because it hasn't been a full year yet to my knowledge i think we're we're off by a few months but we're still understanding this the same way that we're understanding this virus allegedly so i mean for people to be like there's no health risk whatsoever it's perfectly safe it's okay evan like you said the simplest over-the-counter medication has a side effect everyone is built different everyone's talking about how diverse we are everyone is diversely medically different and that's something to be important that's important now you on top of that you add a whole bunch of uh statistics on the fact that the uh, african-american community the minority community as a whole isn't actually is very vaccine hesitant that in new york you have to have your your um your new york city vac- or no, your new york city your vaccination card to get into a new york city establishment so it's like are you gonna segregate people? Is that what's really it's what is boiling down to the the bleeding heart city of democratic cesspoolness? Is that really just gonna revert back to? It? And it seems that it is. But people like Nicki Minaj comes out and says, you know what? There are people within my community as a celebrity status and as a uh, 
And as a person who comes from my, for her cultural background, they have, they have hesitancy and they have a right to. And there's no reason why you can't agree with somebody from a different, from a different political party or perspective. All right. So I got to give a shout out to our boy, Jonathan P. Henderson from Red Liberty Media. Uh, he posted this while you were having like your rant. This is exactly what they were doing, though. Larry Elder called the black face of white supremacy by the L.A. Times simply for being a conservative. Like this is the, the nonsense that you have to deal with. But let's get into the overreaction from the right on both sides. So there's two sides on the right, but this is a complete overreaction. And again, I make enemies everywhere I go. Every time I open my mouth, someone doesn't like what I have to say. So it's irrelevant. I don't really care. And if you don't like me after I say this, then that's fine. You probably didn't like me anyway. I don't really care. Um, but so you have people on the right going all of a sudden like Nicki Minaj is like savior of the conservative movement. She's the next red pilled celebrity. N no, she's not. She is on this specific issue in line with a lot of people who are on the left and the right. I know a lot of people who are Democrats who are vaccine hesitant. I know a lot of people who are Republicans who just went and got the vaccine. Like, it's not really it's a extreme. The media makes it out into a left versus right issue. But it's really not. It really comes again. It comes down to personal choice. I know people who are middle of the road who are vaccine hesitant. They just want to know more about it. They don't want to be forced to get it. And then you have people on the right who are just hating on it, on everyone who even just like says, oh, thank God she spoke up about this. Oh, you think Nicki Minaj is going to, is the next savior of the, of the right wing party? She's the next Kanye West. You're all going to, you know, she, she makes music about being a hoe and all. It's like, everyone calm down. No one is anointing Nicki Minaj the next running mate for like Trump in 2024. It's not going to be like Trump Minaj 2024. Okay. That's not what anyone's saying. They're saying it's important because celebrities for the most part really are just run by that left-wing media machine. They're saying it's 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 good to see someone speak out against it. It's the same thing when Chris Pratt was doing a lot of this stuff about speaking about about his faith. It's nice to see someone in Hollywood just have a differing opinion and not be not be scared to speak up against that left-wing Hollywood mob. I still don't support Nicki Minaj in any way other than the fact that she has every right to speak up and say she's hesitant about the vaccine and these are the reasons why. I don't like her music. I don't like her style of music. I don't think that the music that she puts out is beneficial to anybody. But guess what? I don't listen to it. And I'm not going to prop her up as this savior or this next like, oh, let's use her to further the movement. No, this is something where we need to go. She is on the left or in the middle. I don't know where she is politically, but she came out and said, like, listen, if you're a black person, like it feels like if Democrats say shove these beads up your ass, then you have to do it. And that's important that people need to understand that you don't have to be left. You don't have to be right on every single issue. You can have your own opinions regardless of what everyone in your party or everyone in the media on your side is telling you what to do. And that is an important thing. And in that instance only, I fully support what she has come out and said. But that doesn't mean that I think all of a sudden she's going to be at like attending Trump rallies and being like, yeah, I love Trump. No. That's, that's not really not what's going on. And everyone is overreacting. And Gabe, do you really think this is like a real reaction or you think it's for clicks? You think it's for likes? Do you think it's for people to try to now make more of a name for themselves going after Nicki Minaj or supporting Nicki Minaj, thinking that Nicki Minaj is going to come on their show? Nicki, by the way, if you really want to come on our podcast, you are welcome to. Um, I don't know really know anything about you outside of this instance. So she'd be um, a great uh, Turning Point USA ambassador. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Yeah, well, all right, to answer your question, I do feel like when it first blew up, a lot of people were like, re were 
we're singing Nikki's praises like, oh, I did see a bit of a red-pilled celebrity reaction. Like, oh, she's going to come out with the truth and she's going to be waking a bunch of people up. She's really Trump 2020 or 24 or whatever. I did see that initially. But I do like the response of people going, no, bad, bad. Shame on you. Bad. Like, because I feel like so many times with when it comes to like the conservative movement or, or the conservative side of things, we're just waiting for like someone to say, like a celebrity to say something a little in line with what it is that we agree with. But like, you see that girl over there, that's celebrity. We have one too. You have one too. It's not just, um, what's his name? Uh, not James Brown. Kanye. Uh, no, not just Kanye. Uh, he was in, he was in a uh, family guy. He did the, uh, he did the uh, piece of candy joke. Oh, James Woods. Yes, thank you. It's not just James Wood. It's <laughs> James not just Brown. James Woods. <laughs> you know, I know. All right, so you need to call Columbia University and make an official apology to that professor game. You just kind of confused James Brown with James Woods? I said it wasn't James Brown. I was confused. So, yeah, they have James Wood, Clint Eastwood, John Voight, and, like, uh, and, and Kanye. Like, those are our, like, top, top conservative figures. And, I mean, like, we're just waiting for, to add someone else. No, and Kevin Sorbo, the dude who played um, oh, yeah, Kevin who Sorbo. played Beast, oh, was it Beastmaster or Hercules? Hercules, Hercules. Hercules on TV. Yeah. So you see, we got these actors. We're trying to expand our repertoire. We get excited as soon as one person says something we're remotely aligned with. Remember what Ice Cube said that he was going to uh, talk to? I think he said what we all to talk to Trump or someone for the Trump. Yeah, and then everyone had a heart attack going, "Oh my God, Ice Cube's going to vote for Trump." Exactly. So that so many people are are just idolizing until and next thing you know, Nicki Minaj is probably going to say something that a lot of people aren't going to agree with. And it's going to be the reverse effect from the liberal community. Like what liberals have with this over here on the Republican side. The irony behind it, though, is that she never really had Republic, like strong Republican support. And I was saying from a personal base, I'm talking about from a uh, from a uh, political standpoint. She never had the support from the conservative side. So it's going to be like just it's going to make us look worse if we just go around saying, oh, there she is twerking again. She's supposed to be a role model like Cardi B and. Uh, I forget the other ones. I'm not really hip. I still listen to, you know, Frank Sinatra. Megan the so. Stallion. According to Jonathan P. Henderson, the other one's Megan the Stallion. Ooh, we have another one. Even, even though a stallion is a male horse. So now I'm very confused about this this, this female's name. Welcome to the club. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the reaction that people have. And I just worry that we don't continue to idolize people. And then when it's like, oh... They said something that we don't agree with, or they wholeheartedly don't agree with everything, disagree with us on this one thing, that then becomes, oh, well, screw Nicki Minaj. How dare she? I never want her to live. I'm burning all the albums I just bought from her because I thought she was a conservative. But they do that with everything. They did the same thing to Dan Crenshaw when he came out in favor of red flag laws. Listen, I don't agree with red flag laws in any way, shape, or form, but that doesn't mean I'm going to burn the dude down. It's the same reason why the libertarians were like, oh, we're not voting for Trump. Okay, so now you let Biden win. And now he wants to literally, well, Chipman got defeated, but he wants to bring people in that are going to literally go door to door and take your guns. So what was it? We can fight about red flag laws or now we have to fight for our lives. It's people overreacting to one little thing. And we have to stop doing that. You can support someone in one aspect and not support them in any other aspect. You can do that. I do it all the time. And it's the same thing with our next person um, who we're going to get into, who I despised for years because he's a lunatic, but he is now becoming the voice of reason in the left-wing movement, which is Bill Maher, um, who was on, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, who is just yeah, a complete hack. Jimmy Kimmel has never been funny. This guy's a complete joke. All he does now is say try to say like controversial left-wing things like, oh, you know, if, you're, if you don't take the vaccine, you shouldn't get a hospital bed, like stupid crap like that, which is absurd. 
That's like saying if you're fat, you shouldn't get medical treatment because you chose to eat McDonald's every day for your entire life. Like it, it's the whole thing's ridiculous. But Bill Maher was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and he came out and said he goes the you know the media has really done a disservice, especially the left wing media, of terrifying people about COVID. And he's having trouble selling out his tours that he's coming up. Again, I don't think he's that funny. I think that he is willing to have people like Ben Shapiro on. He's willing to have right-wing people on and have discourse with them, which is important. I think that's the one thing that he actually does really well on his show is that he has civil discourse on there. And again, every time Shapiro goes, he's like outnumbered four to one, and then Shapiro spanks them all. But uh, <laughs> Shapiro's another person. People are banning Shapiro because he didn't like the January 6th stuff, and he's not supporting the people who were arrested on January Listen, everyone calm down. You don't have to agree with everyone and everything, but if yeah. we got to stop burning every single bridge, but Bill Take Maher it for what it is, right? But Bill, everyone's a different person. And that's a big part about being a conservative is that you're your own person. So let's get back to this. Bill Maher says he's having trouble selling out his tours. I think it's because he's not funny, but he claims it's because in blue States, people are terrified, still terrified to leave their house. And they did a poll and I forgot what, uh, I think it was the New York times did a poll. And they said, "How? what do you think the percentage chance if you get COVID that you're hospitalized? 70% of Democrats thought it was over 40 or 50% chance that if you get COVID, you have to be hospitalized. That's insane. The real number is like, it's like less than 10%. It's something like that. I forgot what the exact, he said the exact number. And if you really want to know, you can go look at the clip online. But really, the number is way, way lower. It's the same thing that we've talked about in the past with police hunting down black men in the streets and murdering hundreds mm -hmm. of unarmed black men. The real number is like 11. Like, it's not hundreds. It's 11. So it's not over 50% chance that you're going to be hospitalized if you just any random person. Not if you're elderly. Not if you are you have comorbidities. It's anybody. So these people are now afraid to leave their homes for 18 months because the media made them feel like if they got COVID, they would have to be hospitalized. I just had COVID. It sucked. I'm, I'm oh, Up until like yesterday, I was still coughing. Like, not like all the time, but like. I had like a persistent cough that would come up once in a while and it sucked. I couldn't eat. I had headaches all the time. I was coughing all the time. I dropped about like 13 pounds. It, it sucks. I didn't have to go to the hospital. I at least sat at home, drank Dayquil and NyQuil and had chicken broth and I got through it. It is what it is. I had it. It sucked. It's like getting the flu. It really is. It's, it's a little bit worse than the flu, but I had no fever. It is what, but it is what, again, this is the thing where it is what it is. You get sick, you get better. That's it. But they've made people believe that if you get COVID, oh my God, you're going to die. It's going to happen. You're going to have to be in the hospital for months and you're going to die. And they've created mass hysteria. And when you have Bill Maher, who's this, again, this, I do not support. He's the same person that said he hoped for economic collapse in order to get rid of Trump, mm -hmm. which is a disgusting thing to say. I do not support Bill Maher. That kind of happened too, didn't it? Yeah. Well, but he came out and said that they create a mass hysteria and they need to be held accountable for it because it's it's a problem. So, Gabe, what is your reaction to this where you now have people like him and also Piers Morgan has also come out against a lot of like the the, like the super far left stuff. And Bill Maher's been speaking, um, speaking out against some of the stuff where like nothing's ever good enough for anybody and you're trying to cancel everyone. It's all garbage. What do you see the, the, the effect being of these mainstream left wing people? Do you think that it's going to change people's perspective? Or do you think that they will be the next victims in the cancer culture war? I think they're certainly going to be the next victims. Whether or not they'll be successful, that'll be in due time. I mean, you, because you still have conservatives propping up people like Bill Maher for as long as they agree on this one issue together until, you know, he says something again like, 
oh, well, the economy was great under Joe Biden. Trump never did, had anything to do with it, for example. If you were to say that, or unless he already did, then they'll drop him like a, you know, <laughs> drop him like I, a bomb. I don't think anyone could ever say that. I, I really don't think that anyone in their right mind, like you would have to be completely insane in order to say something like that. Well, remember the audience that, that, that a lot of these talk show hosts have to, uh, you know, have to placate to the amount of these people that they have to actually try and say shit because it's always about just this, uh, this Trump did bad. Not, we can't look at ourselves when we voted for. And I mean, when it, with like Bill Maher, I agree. He's somebody who is a great free speech warrior. That's, I guess what I call him. He is always set up for free speech, no matter what. And on other things, I don't necessarily agree with him, but on this thing, he does have a response. He's right with when it, when it comes to the media, the media has been telling people to stay home. Don't you dare go outside. It's horrible. Uh, you know, people are dying everywhere, acting as if we're in some sort of like uh, this some, some, some sort of like war zone out here with the invisible enemy that is COVID. And of course, now that if he were to ever have a show or a few shows talking about this, bringing in some science that people say to follow science, of course, they're going to go out and say, you know what? I don't think you deserve to really have this show anymore. We're going to put you on a suspension. Corporations can certainly do that. They'll, they'll find another person that will listen to what they have to say. Hell, they gave Samantha Bee a show. Like, you know, Oh, my they, God. Talk, talk about a no-talent hack. Like, yeah. really, just not funny at all and just completely ridiculous human being with yeah. just, oh, my God. I can't even. I can't even Samantha Bee. Don't even. I stopped watching cable TV because of the commercials where they would try to prop up her show. I, just, I couldn't anymore. I was like, this, this is a one of the least talented human beings in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. So a quote uh, from this says, uh, I had to cite a survey that was in the New York Times, which is a liberal paper. So they weren't looking for uh, this answer. Uh, but go, uh, but they were talking about this. The question was, what do you think the chances are that you would get uh, COVID and go to the hospital? And Democrats thought it was higher than Republicans. 41% of Democrats and the answer is between one and five percent. Now let's let's do some simple math here. Let's do a 50-50 uh, uh, odds here. I had COVID. Evan had COVID. We both did, and there was a zero percent out of that zero percent of us actually went to the hospital uh, hospitalized. And of course, you will have those outliers, and that's what those numbers are. They are outliers. So for the fact that you're now affecting people's business. Bill Maher makes money off of tickets, off of selling merchandise, off of these shows. And he's like, listen, you guys have been effectively destroying, uh, you know, my business, the business of other people. And of course he does. I, he didn't really go on to say like small businesses, but he is feeling it too. Well, he's a liberal. He's a Democrat. Right. He doesn't care about small businesses. He only <laughs> cares about the one he makes a buck from. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, this is really, I do believe that a lot of, a lot of people have to pay because of this. I mean, we're coming up on like what year two did we, or like of this. We're on 18 months. It's, oh, I see, seen all the memes where it's the first, the hardest part about 14 days of flatten the curve is the first 18 months. <laughs> this is how far <laughs> we've come. I mean, and some places have regressed. Let's talk about the fact that more vaccines are out. More people are vaccinated in the world and cases are still spiking. Whether they are inflated. Uh, whether like they're real numbers or fake numbers, there should be no reason why if there are more people that are vaccinated, that if this really works, let's say air quotes, okay, vaccines are safe and effective. Of course they are. That's why you can't question them. And that's why you need them. And that's why you need the vaccines to protect you against the unvaccinated. Nicki or, Minaj 2024. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this is really what we're, we're, we're going, what we got into. 
And this cycle of just outrage culture, it's really that. We have the cancel culture, we have outrage culture. If one person says something, we have to crucify it because that's how divided we are. And that's how a lot of the, the other sorts of media, the mainstream media, that's how they make their money. Oh, well, you, you went and, and spoke to on Tucker Carlson. Well, I'm going to make some clicks and I'm going to make some uh, some views and plays off of this if I just call you a hack and a wannabe and a this and a that. And how dare you? And then that gets reshared. And it's just spreading more hate. And but, it's that, really but that's what that's their annoying. goal is, Gabe. The Gabe is to keep the goal is the Gabe is the goal is to keep people divided. And I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Have you ever heard of Tom McDonald? Yes, Tom McDonald's great yes. rapper. So he talks about like in the song Brainwash, he's like, listen, first thing, divide divide people by race, divide people by political ideology, get them distracted by a new story. It's it's done, these things are done to divide people. Whether or not you believe it's to dominate people or to sell the news to people or whatever it is, these things are done on purpose because if you don't believe you have a mortal enemy in every single conservative, then why are you watching CNN 24 seven? There's no reason to, if you don't believe if, you, if the president of the United States is just someone you don't like, there's no reason to watch CNN 24 seven on when they're going to expose him as a Russian spy and a sexist racist bigot. It's all done to divide people and it's all done for money and power, and the same reason why politicians do it, it's to get reelected. Because if you have to go on policy, if Democrats ever had to run on the success of their own policies, they would fail every single time because Democrat policies don't work. But what did they do? They go, no, I'm going to uplift you. And guess what? The Republicans, they want to take you down. They don't care about you. They only care about the 1%. And it's a lie. They lie and they lie and they lie. And that's why they push forces nonsense tax bill where they're trying to raise your taxes, raise corporate taxes, and then institute capital gains tax to basically just take everyone's money. And they make you believe, no, this is only going after the 1%. But in reality, it's going to crush the middle to lower classes because everyone will be unemployed and they will not be able to invest. They won't be able to do things that allow you in America to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's all done, designed to divide us, which is why I always tell people, we don't have to agree. If you're like a, a just a liberal Democrat, I don't care. We can talk about stuff if you want to talk about it. And I don't think I really need to change your mind. I'm going to present my side. And in the long run, I've seen many, many people change their minds, especially people I work with. I'm literally red. I'm, I'm trying to red pill the entire New York City Department of Education. It's going to happen, man. I'm, going, <laughs> I'm making moves here. I'm telling you, it, I've seen people over the last four years and have completely changed from like super liberal to being like, you know what? Uh, maybe we should be voting Republican. Maybe it might help us out. Like the stuff's not working. Everything that's going on when the left ain't working. It doesn't make any sense. I don't really agree with it. But you see it over time and you see people like, oh, that's all you can do. All you can do is present information to people. And that's a big reason why we started the show is because people are misinformed. And I, and I honestly believe that almost every single normal liberal is, is misinformed. They're misinformed on the on the function role of government. They're misinformed on economics. They're misinformed on taxation. They're misinformed on all these things. They're misinformed on guns. They're misinformed on the importance of freedom of speech or the importance of limited government or the historical aspects of things like socialism or, um, you know, overpowered government. They're misinformed. They don't understand these things. And what the media has done has made it. No, you can't have a different opinion. These people are your enemy. They're not our enemy. Because in reality, if we could agree on these things, we could then not only just elect people who are going to do the right thing, we don't have to be fighting in the streets all the time. We don't need chaos in our lives. People could go to work and go home and go, you know what, I'd rather this or I'd rather that. And it doesn't need to be this existential crisis, right? Everything became 
the, the biggest the biggest crisis of our lifetime, climate change. And anyone who doesn't believe that we should do the Green New Deal is a climate change denier. And it's not true. And it's lies and lies and lies designed to divide people. Why? For votes, for money, and for power. And that's it. That's what they do. The, the fact of the matter is that a lot of these people are just making money off of ignorance. And, you know, you're, you're raising more and more of it. Like Tony McDonald's, as you, as you said before, he is a certainly a great rapper. I mean, I feel like that's what a return to what rap was supposed Tom to McDonald's, be. You also have an invitation to come on our show anytime that you want. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, like he, he made such a he caused us such a splash because he was actually able to present it. And he's not like full on. Republic. I don't think he's a Republican red pill guy. Conservative. He's I like slightly right wing, actually more like middle of the road. It's more like I'm exposing like nonsense, but also like understand like we're not enemies. Like it's really the system and the people right. in power that want to keep us down. That's really what it is. Right. And like, that's, that's the thing. It's crazy to think that even in bringing up those points of uh, free speech and he brings up free speech, he brings up gender, he brings up, uh, you know, uh, I guess like a, uh, the race and the cultural divide. But the way that he presents it makes it seem like it's right wing in the sense that he's talking about unity and and not standing for the things that are being pulled over our head. <laughs> because everyone who's right of Antifa now is considered a white supremacist. Like a white supremacist. It's ridiculous. Like up until maybe like halfway through the Trump presidency, I was basically like dead middle of the road. Well, war would be considered middle of the road. Right. Because I'm I'm pretty libertarian. I'm not really like a hardcore Republican. I'm more libertarian, but I have a lot of like agreement with the Republican Party and Republican philosophy. But now like people are like, oh, you're like hardcore right wing. Right. I'm like, I'm still really not like I just want to be left alone and I don't want to be taxed to death and I want to be able to own guns. Like that's really my entire life. Like I want to be able to live my life and be left alone from the government. But that's considered a hardcore right wing ideology. I believe in roads, so that's why I'm not full-on libertarian. They, they don't even pave the roads, Gabe. They don't even do that one thing that I would actually pay them to do. They don't even do it. When Domino's Pizza is better at paving roads than, New York's, than the New York State government, we have a problem. But I digress. Fine. I believe in having a standing military. Therefore, I'm a Republican. Right. I'm not like – that's why, again, that's why I'm not like fully libertarian. And a lot of people in the Libertarian Party, again, I'm going to make more enemies – like, oh, we don't need police departments. No, no, we need police departments. Like, calm down, people. Like, you can't, you can't go full libertarian. It, we don't live in a we have too much population in the society that we live in. You can't be full libertarian. I would love to. I would love to live in that society where I can live in the woods and be left alone and just hunt and live and again be left alone. Right. But well, I'm not allowed to be left alone. Right. They pay my salary. I can't say much. But funny you should say that. Um, look, very off topic here. I was on the bus heading back from New York City to Pennsylvania. And apparently I have a very, like, I'm very approachable. Uh, and I made another friend. My first friend was a guy from the FBI. Like, oh, you made was, a friend for once? Yeah, yeah. His name was Bruce. I don't know where you are, Bruce, but hope you're doing well. Um, so anyways, this my newest friend. Uh, was, I forgot his name, but we were talking. He was like, yeah, I was out there in the woods. You're a great friend. Your new Thank friend. You. you completely forgot his name. I was like, what are you talking about? The woods? He's like, yeah, I lived out in the woods. In Staten Island, before the police started poking around, now I'm hightailing it to Allentown, Pennsylvania. I'm like, what so are you he was homeless. About? So you became friends with a homeless person. Okay. Well, he was talking to me. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Gabe is now friends with a homeless person who was I living mean, in the woods in Staten Island. 
Yeah, whatever that was. I guess it was the, like a state dense, park or whatever. The dense forests of Staten Island. I mean, he had two iPads. He was obviously doing well. Well, um, this is America, so even the homeless have have iPhones, right? It was funny because I, I guess we are. So I was like dozing off, and I guess I can't, he was a big guy, so I kind of just for a little bit. So I guess I guess we, we I guess we are friends. I kind of leaned on him when I was falling asleep. Uh, but yeah, no, this is. Where I think what's our motto here, uh, Pennsylvania? You have the right to find your happiness. Something if your happiness starts here, pursue it. Something like that. I guess he is. I hope he's doing well. Uh, no longer having to survive in the woods. He says he's gonna go back if things don't go well. Here, to Staten Island to the woods of Staten Island. Yes, to the woods of Staten Island. Is this guy and like here? a modern day Robin Hood with iPads? I, 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 I live mean, in the woods of Staten Island and I robbed the tax man. <laughs> he was running from the law. He felt very uncomfortable at a point. He was like the, the cops were poking around my. Uh, Did you tell your FBI shack. friend that the that the homeless Robin Hood was run was on the run from the law? I haven't seen him. Oh my god! But yeah, no, sorry. So when you were talking about living alone in the woods, I was like, yeah, I know a guy who could hook you up with that. Yeah, I mean, like in a house, not like, oh. not like you know, underneath a a car or refrigerator box. Like apparently, there's a whole community, whole community out there. You know the. The, just, the woods people of Staten Island. If anyone else has more information on this, please let us know. I would like to actually do a whole episode now on the people of the woods in Staten Island. Maybe we could get a we get someone out there from Red Liberty Media with a camera. Oh uh, yes, okay, yeah, sure. That's probably going to be myself. Yeah, so, there you uh, go. So just go do it. Just go do it. Then. I don't want to. I don't want to go into a, into a, a homeless compound. Um, I think. Do, are, do we have time to touch a little bit on, on Larry Elder? Uh, yeah, let's do the, let's do the, uh, the, the, that, um, the F Biden piece first, and then we'll, okay. we'll touch on Larry Elder. All right. So we got, okay. Speed round. Go. Yeah. So apparently, I don't know if this is an opinion piece or whatever the hell it was. It doesn't make a difference what it was. Some, they, them idiot again, posted something on the internet saying that. Literally. Yeah. Literally posted something on the internet saying, um, not saying F Biden might not only be dangerous. It may also be illegal. And I didn't read the article. Because it doesn't matter what the article says. It doesn't. Because freedom of speech allows me to say F Biden if I choose to say F Biden. And it chooses other people to support him if they want to support him and be idiots. But this is a direct attack on freedom of speech by an obvious leftist. Because they put their pronouns in next to their name where they posted the article. So this is a left-wing ideology. Again, it's not about unity. It's about suppressing other ideas. And it's about using tyranny for their purposes they want to use the government as a tool to push their ideology that's how they operate and that's how they operate with all these things right because for four years it was fine to say they wanted to kill president trump and they wish president trump died and they hope he got hit by a bus or he got covid or he got assassinated none of that was illegal but now in their head if you if because biden is the president if you say you know f the president it should be something that might should maybe it should be illegal because it's dangerous Breaking news from the from the Associated Press. Oh God, um, this is false. This is a false headline. I just looked it up because I couldn't find it. I, I typed in the article word for word. I kept looking it up, and then AP was like, uh, "No, the claim was a news headline says that screaming F Biden word, uh, sorry F Biden toward um, the president uh, is illegal. False. This is not a genuine news headline." And legal experts agree that the First Amendment protects the right to use expletives, expletives, yes, in reference to the president or anyone else. All right, so let me change gears. The fact that this was posted <laughs> on the internet is a problem, okay? 
Okay, right? So I saw this and we were going to use this as like a short closer because, again, there's no legit, even if this was a real article that someone wrote, there's no right. legitimacy to it. So, again, but this is the problem is that there is that there is that mentality among the left that speech they don't like is not protected by free speech. And that is a problem. So, again, okay, fake news story, whatever the hell it was, who gives a shit, doesn't really make a difference because the purpose behind it is still the same. And in reality, that if you want to, as long as you're not going to people like, hey, we should, again, this is what the left did for four years. We, I hope the, pre, the we should murder the president. Didn't Madonna say she was going to blow up the White House? But that was fine, right? No, nothing happened with her. Yeah, no. uh, but, I mean, more, but more there is a mentality is- saying that if, like, if I say, I don't, I think we should abolish the welfare system. All of a sudden, oh, you're a racist. Like, how could you say a racist thing like that? It's like, what are you talking about? I didn't say that. More investigations going into the people who were standing outside of the steps on January 6th than Madonna threatening to blow up the White House. Johnny Depp saying he wants to assassinate a president. Snoop Dogg literally like literally like shooting uh, uh, you know, a, a gun at a clown version of the former president. Like, you know, whatever. These are these are death threats, but I guess standing in front of a of a building with flags is bad. Anyways, but yeah, no. Take a screenshot. I'll take a screenshot of this from the Associated Press with legal experts saying that it's okay to yell expletives because I can always guarantee within the next, what, three, four presidencies, maybe that'll change. You know, eventually we'll just get eroded, you know, uh, down from there. But yeah, so good. All right. Well, we got through that really quick because it was a fake story. So I'm glad Gabe double checked that before we finished the uh, article, yeah. uh, before we finished the story. Again, I just saw it and I was like, the idea behind this needs to be touched on. It doesn't even matter. Because there's no way, first of all, this would have been a legitimate news story anyway. It would have been most likely an opinion piece because there is no legal standing behind it, again, which is what we're going to get into. But the fact that it literally was just a screenshot of a random thing that someone posted online, we can move past it. Let's do Larry Elder. We have about 20 minutes left, so let's go to Larry Elder. And uh, uh, there's multiple things with Larry Elder that we need to talk about. So the first thing is uh, Gavin Newsom defeated the recall uh, attempt. He did not defeat Larry Elder. The vote was for a recall. He was not recalled. Therefore, Larry Elder is not running for governor. Yet, he put his name out there for if the recall vote went through. And he did campaigning and he did all these other things. But he could still run for governor when Gavin Newsom's term is up, when they have the next election. So I think that Larry Elder, for first of all, Larry Elder's been around for a long time. Long, 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 long time. Uh, he has been a big voice in the black conservative movement, which again, it's ridiculous. I even have to say that, but in the conservative, just the conservative movement in general, he's another person who's been a big, prof- big proponent of basically ending welfare, basically saying that welfare is the, is one of the worst things for the black community, which is true because it's the same thing. When you go to the, again, this is going to get twisted as a racist statement. When you go to the, to the park and they say, please don't feed the ducks. It's because then the ducks will not look for their own food. They will then just harass people for their food and they will not go find their own and then they will die. When you constantly just hand people things or just hand them money, they will now no longer look for work because they're being handed money. So why would I go look for work? And it is detrimental long-term generationally to the black community or Hispanic community, even white community, like everyone who was living in inner city areas, everyone who is lower, who is in that welfare class is detrimental to their long-term well-being and their, their, uh, descendants' long-term well-being, should they have children. But right. this is a problem now, is that you have people talking out of their ass because other people went after them when they lost their races, going after Larry Elder for no reason. 
going, oh, where, where does campaign funds go? Campaign. If he's running for governor in the next cycle, he's still raising campaign funds. Why are you going at left or after Larry Elder, who is the big, one, possibly the biggest conservative in the country? Possibly. I, I don't. I don't get where the vitriol comes from from conservatives on this. I don't get it. Well, that's the thing. Like I said, there's a lot of money to be there's, there's money to be made in this in, in politics, and uh, there are a lot of haters. As much as we love to. As much as we love to stand up there and propagate, like, oh, we love each other and we're all this one big, big tank community, the Trump administration did, uh, yada, yada, yada. The hypocrisy behind going against Larry Elder, trying to say, where's his where's his money? Uh, Trump is fundraising right now, and it, we're still a few years off until he's officially announcing that he's running. Everyone knows that, he, that he's going to run. That's why he's going around to these fundraisers all across the country and doing these speaking tours. To a lot of bigger conservative think tanks right now. I mean, this is just, it's just how you do it. But now you have a bunch of haters that haven't won themselves in any sort of election, just been raising money like there's been no freaking tomorrow, going after Larry Elder, even though he's he's one of the only people who I could see going up and fighting the whole Democratic machine that is California. Are you kidding me? This is a man who needs this, all the help he can get. I don't see many people going out there and saying, hey, I'm going to go take on Gavin Newsom and the machine that is out there. No one is, is really stepping up to the plate. You have a bunch of open seats that are going to be over there, or yeah, a bunch of seats that are running uncontested. And this is a man who's finding that a way that he can try and get to the top. Now, maybe we'll, we'll be a pie in our face. God forbid, one day. And Larry Elder really wasn't doing this for the right reasons. But at this time, for what he's showing, which I doubt, I doubt, I, I really think he's genuine the longest con in the history of political cons right. would be Larry Elder being the biggest proponent of conservatism in America for decades. He was on Spin City. He put himself on a liberal TV show that takes place in New York talking to a gay black man pushing conservatism on this show. The longest con, 30 plus years, 40 plus years of Larry Elder conning people so that in 2021, he could get us some fundraiser. This guy has a syndicated radio show. He doesn't need the headache of, 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 of white liberal women in monkey masks throwing eggs at him. Like, this doesn't make any sense, people. Come assault. on. Exactly. So give the guy a chance. Just because he might have not won your election doesn't mean that you have to go rag on somebody else for trying to actually make this country better. And but, I that think, was, but, that, but that's the thing. It wasn't even the election. It was right. the recall vote. Right. It's People don't they don't take the time. And listen, again, didn't take the time to find out if the, <laughs> the F-Bind piece was a real article. But again, it was supposed to be a slight closer. If I went on... If I started the whole show go like, we're going to talk about freedom of speech, and this is the reason why we're talking about freedom of speech for the next hour, probably would have done a little bit more research in it. I literally saw it yesterday, and I texted Gabe, and I said, let's talk about this at the, right. you know, on the show. But, but we you're did gonna be, time fact-checking. Right. If you're going to get mad at Larry Elder for not, first of all, for not winning, he didn't run anything. Right. He put his name in the hat for if the recall vote went through. Again, if you don't understand how recalls work, go watch Parks and Rec. You, the recall vote is to make is to create a new election, right? That's what it does. So if you lose your recall vote as an elected official, you are now up first. They put a special election. Now you're automatically up for re-election. You could still win that re-election. 
just because someone loses a recall vote doesn't mean that they're no longer governor. It just makes them up for re-election right now. It's like a vote of no confidence. Right, exactly. Right. It's going, hey, Here we, we go. don't believe in you. And the fact that New York is a no recall state is a real problem for me. Um, yeah. Because now I would like to recall Kathy Hochul. Um, oh, come on. We got a new governor. We, one, we got one already. Now you want to get another one? Yeah. I, I want I want Mike Carpinelli. Next I'm up. Gonna get if, if Carpinelli's people listen to this, you guys really need to get downstate if you want to win the Republican primary. You have yeah, to get downstate. That is it's, true. it's not an option. If you're not going to get downstate, listen, I love Mike Carpinelli. I think he's the best man for the job, but you're not going to beat Lee Zeldin if you don't get downstate. It's not going to happen. True. You have that to get downstate. True. You have to get down into Westchester, Nassau, and New York State. You have to. Um, but this is what it comes down to is people don't understand why they're mad. And it's the same thing we talked about with everything in the show today. People mad at Nicki Minaj. Why are you mad at Nicki Minaj? She's one person. She came out and says she's vaccine hesitant. She's not, she's not the next face of, of the Republican Party. She's not the next conservative uh, darling and whatever it is. She came out and said one thing that some people agree with and some people don't agree with. It is what it is. And it, the people do this with everything, with everything. It's, it's all or nothing. It's you're my friend or you're my enemy. And at the end of the day, the only enemies we really have are, are people who are looking to keep you down. People who are looking to divide you against your neighbor or people who are looking to kill you. And there are people like that in the country. Okay. Antifa is literally out there to destroy this country. Antifa is the enemy of every American. They really are. They are. And there are other groups also who are out there. This is the same thing. Okay. But your neighbor who voted Democrat or your neighbor who decided to get the vaccine is not your enemy. You might disagree with them. They're not your enemy. This whole Everything's an existential crisis. We all have to fight. We are. We have it so good that we have to create existential crises. It's absurd. It really is. It's it's ridiculous. I can't stand it anymore. I don't Love care if you're a liberal. Love thy neighbor. That's it. really what it boils down to. Hell, and if they're doing something wrong or illegal, then you go call the cops. But aside from that, try try and show some goodwill. See what it's like to take off those rage blinders. You know. Once and see, you know, maybe today's a beautiful day. Maybe I'm not going to be raging on Facebook and on the internets all the time and just going off and being like, I hate you and that's so be I'm going to do this and that. Just just breathe. It's a nice step, day. Step away from social media after you spread our show all over social media so people can see, hear, and listen to us. I agree. That's a good segue. What, to ending the show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, guys, that is our show for today. Um, if you liked it, even if you didn't like it, um, if you didn't like it, too bad. Sucks to be you. So it's our show. Do what I want. It is what it is. I didn't um, even like it. I'm but, on the show. Yeah, Gabe, you're fine. Um, <laughs> if you did like our show, please like, rate, share, subscribe, all of those things. We need help to break through shadow bands. Okay? So make sure that if you're lit watching us on Facebook, that you check our Facebook page, Empire State Conservatives, regularly for shows. Make sure that you share it because Facebook is already telling us that they are not recommending our page and they are looking to delete it. Okay. If you are following us on Instagram, make sure that you check, set up alerts, check every single day, spread the shows, any share the audio, share the video, whatever it is, share it with people you know who agree, share it with people who you think might benefit from learning about conservatism or just learning about conservative viewpoints or people who are on the fence. Or if you really want to piss off a liberal, send them our show. They'll get really mad. And send them a shirt. Yeah. Just by saying, I support free speech, you'll piss off a liberal. It's cool. And if you really want to support us even more, which we always appreciate, please visit our store, hats, shirts, sweatshirts, and my Make America Armed Again hat, defund gun control, guns and freedom. 
Uh, we have our protect free speech shirt. We have our patriotically thick shirt, I think is still up there. Mm -hmm. All the stuff is in stock. It's available and all the money. It does not going into our pockets, people. It's going to help spread conservatism because we want to fix things. It's not just about making a quick buck. Yeah, well, it'd be great to make millions of dollars doing a podcast. It'd be amazing. I'd rather live in a state where I don't have to worry that I'm going to be a felon because I want to own a type of rifle I want to own, or I'm going to have to worry about if I call someone an illegal immigrant, I'm going to be fined. These are, these are realities in New York, and these are things that need to change. I agree. New York, you got to get your stuff together. I know what y'all are doing down there. But I mean, up here. Oh, I'm on Long Island. So up I guess here. Right yeah. So All wherever right. you are. Yeah. So Gabe, why don't you tell the people where your, one of your 10,000 handles so they can find you on social media? All right. You can find me on Instagram at baron.montalvo, B-A-R-O-N.montalvo. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Baron underscore Montalvo and on Facebook at The Baron Montalvo. And guys, once again, make sure to visit our Facebook page, Empire State Conservatives, where all of our live shows are broadcast on YouTube, where, again, we are heavily shadow banned. Um, Empire State Conservatives podcast on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives, on Twitter at Empire State Cons. And also make sure to check out the Red Liberty Media podcast and redlibertymedia.com. Um, I've done a few episodes. I think Gabe and I did an episode together also. It's a great podcast with some great people. Jonathan P. Henderson, um, Lewis Brackpool, um, everybody who's on there. If I forgot your name, then just be mad at me or just get over it. I don't really care. But guys, Emma Jimenez. Yes, Emma Jimenez. <laughs> brought us all together. Yeah, that, that was the name I was looking for. Insert Hispanic name. Sorry, Emma. Yeah, Sorry. happy Hispanic. He posted the whole thing about if someone, one more person calls her Mexican, she's going to lose it. And I texted her. I was like, you're not Mexican. <laughs> So, I'm, I'm making enemies everywhere. It doesn't matter. So, But guys, for that, everybody, stay safe and don't let fear take your freedom. Mm -hmm.